I'm not comfortable with this. I'm not super happy with it either. Is there really no other way? Not unless you want to waste a bunch of oxygen, as you said. I hate it when I'm right. Some urgency, please. Okay, here we go. Connecting ship, the AI that has been our lifeline, to a network named Skipper I Hardly Know Her 69. What, dude? I was born in 69. Is it at least an encrypted network? Malachi, stop kink-shaming John. We've got bigger problems than making sure your AI doesn't get hacked. Oxygen flowing. Kazma, how long until the oxygen treatment has done its job? Uh, I'm not sure. I think, like, a few hours. I don't think there's any speedier way to do it. Uh, I'm really sorry, Pascal. Trip. Transfer of core processes and memory to the Titan complete. Initiating (sighs) hospitality mode. Hello there, everyone. It's good to see you again. I've missed you all very much. Ship, good to have you back, bud. Trip's pod is all good to go. Internal atmosphere is 100% oxygen. It's nice to be out of the pods. You all look a little different from when I last saw you. Or maybe it's just the new perspective. Where is my... <laughs> Not again. Uh, oh dear, I'm sorry. I thought that pathway was for the aft airlock camera. My apologies. You have 10,049 unopened messages. Opening message one. Hello, John. Apologies for being the bearer of bad news, but if you are receiving this message, the end of the universe is nigh. The vampires are all around you, and they have already entered your house. Luckily, you still have a chance. If you don't forward this message to 13 friends within five, unexpected pop-up appears on device with antivirus. You'll never believe what happens next. Not clickbait. Opening provirus3000.ex. Error. 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 Kieliasetus. Suomi. Kumia sinkuja lahela sinua. Nola. Nola. This is why I didn't want an AI, Malachi. Yeah, well, if you just secured your network, none of this would be happening. The Titan was getting along just fine before any of you came on board. Nola. I know we've been demanding a lot of you. And the Titan. I'm sorry, too. I know you care about it. Ship, I mean. Ship. Are you okay? Virus identified. Hospitality mode switched off. Uh, Rebooting. Rebooting. Initiating hospitality mode. Oh, thank the stars. And the oxygen meter in the pod still looks good. Goodness. Excuse me. John, were you aware that the Titan had several viruses loaded into memory and running in the background? There is also some unauthorized code I am patching up as we speak. When did you last run an update? There goes my bootleg of Zolt Season 7. What? Oh, that wasn't supposed to happen. Excuse me as I remap my pathways. Perhaps you should all leave the airlock for the main ship, just in case I open the wrong door by accident.
Science Fiction Podcast, Episode 9, Final Call. Hey there. Ship, can you do me the honor of opening comms? Of course, Malachi. <laughs> Seems you just can't stay away from these pods, Captain. It feels wrong to not be face-to-face for this conversation. Huh. <laughs> You've spent so much time in escape pods, you're going in willingly now. Well, it puts everyone at ease for me to be in here, and I don't mind it. They all think I'm going to murder them. Yeah, and are you? Are you going to murder us all? Malachi. Because you can't blame them for thinking that. Fuck. Fifty people. Fifty people. See, this is the trouble with utilitarians. You claim to be acting for the greater good, the needs of the many, but so often utilitarian actions result in... in... in snap judgments and violence... Those people all had lives and hopes and dreams. They called their parents and hugged their friends and and, and held the door for each other. They were people. I'm not a utilitarian. Then... Then who are you, Captain? I've been your flight attendant for over a year now, and I thought I knew you. Oh, Tarsal, they're a bit... Mercurial, but they know what they're doing. Not the best with customer service, but that's okay. That's what Ship and I are for. They're a damn good pilot. They use post-it notes for reminders, which I can get behind because I'm a paper books man myself, and I need to knock on their cabin twice because they'll often miss the alarm. Oh, and they really, really like butterscotch. They're the strong, silent type. They're someone I can work with! I thought I was a good judge of character, Captain. Now, now, stars, just, just say something. Just say something, will you? Tell me anything. Make this make sense to me. Malachi, how much do you know about groups? Don't dodge my question. How much? (sighs) Explain it. To me. Explain it to me, Tarsal. I just want to know why. Long, long ago, before light flight, before even sub light flight, Lomf, before there was a tunnel system the whole way across Tond, 
groups would travel along the Terminator, keeping night to one side and day to the other. They always moved in the same direction, around and around the planet. Um, they'd rarely see other groups. Even though the next group was walking not too far ahead, they'd just find the notes, the campfires, the broken tools, the leftovers. Signs letting them know where to find good tunnels or, or water sources. And, in turn, when they were done somewhere, they'd leave things behind for the group behind them. This is why it was so important to stay on good terms. You only saw the other groups when it was time for your wander. For your wander, you simply turned around and started walking the other way to meet new people. When a, a group ran into an obstacle, like a, a wildfire or a cave-in or a blight in the fields, no matter what it was, they stopped. They stopped and did whatever they needed to do to fix it. Usually they could fix it pretty quickly and move on, but if it wasn't quick, they kept at it because they understood... There was no turning back. They understood that everyone else depended on them. And the whole chain of groups walking the Terminator couldn't go on if they didn't fix the problem. Groups did this. They fixed the problem for everyone, even if it meant they didn't survive. Of course, that was very long ago. Most Gnonu don't understand that anymore, and I know human history was quite different. I don't expect you to understand. But you hid the helpful thing from people, and you lived. And you didn't exactly ask the rest of your group if they were okay with being blown up. The fact that it looks helpful and enticing just makes it more dangerous. You still decided to play the hero in all of that, didn't you? I'm not a hero. Right. Yes. You said you regret. But you still see yourself oh, as... This isn't one of the books you and Ship read, Malachi. I am not a hero. That's a very human concept, anyway. You asked me to explain. I explained. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, no. You can't just give me some wise guy metaphor and call that an explanation. You, the phalanx, three years ago. How do you feel about it? Well, I'll tell you how I feel, and maybe that'll get you acting like a person again. <sighs> Stars, I am trying to help you here, believe it or not, but I... I am angry. I am so angry with you. I thought I could trust you, and it turns out that I can't. And that makes me feel like an idiot. I have bad dreams. There we go. Tell me about your dreams. I have them nearly every sleep. I'm walking down that corridor again on the phalanx, on my way to the engine room. 
sometimes someone stops me, and sometimes no one does. I always wake up when there's the explosion. I always... I thought you just talked in your sleep. <laughs> I, I never used to. I know I did the right thing. I know it. But the dreams just keep coming. Yes. When the rogue started speaking to me over the radio, it... It reminded me of the dreams. Warnings. Warnings, but for something I'm too late for. When I lived on the surface in day, I... Wait, the surface? <laughs> yes. Right after the phalanx, I lived with one of those experimental surface farming communities for a while. No wonder you hardly talked about your past. Um, it was a strange place, full of strange people, but they were exactly the kind of people I needed just then. They left me alone when I wanted it. You were always good at that, too. But I, I could never get used to the sunlight outside all the time. I, I blamed the poor sleeps on that when I lived on the surface. But... Now, I'm the farthest place from day. And I still have the dreams. At this point, I, I think they'll be with me forever. Captain. You don't have to call me that. Yes, I do. You, me, and Ship. We're still the crew of the 999, whether we like it or not. And I will be honest, I don't like it. Not right now. But our job isn't done yet. We still need to get these people to safety, and until then, you're captain. Fine. I've been thinking about what you did on the phalanx, turning it over in my head. I know no one can predict the future, or what would have happened if Eccentric had got the Rogue Maker, but... I really can't think of anything else you could have done other than a scenario in which you died too. I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad you were able to warn us about the Rogue Maker. I think what you did was horrible. But there was nothing else that could be done. It's... It's... Ah, oh, stars. Ship, what was that quote? Knowledge is a prison, for it ties you to duty. Aisha Idowu, Flowers of Ink. No, no, well, yeah, actually, that could, that could work too, but I meant the Ganonu one. Once you've seen the next hill, it's already too late to stop. Asht, a life's wander. That's the one. It rhymes in Ganonu. As soon as you knew, your hand was forced. Well, Malachi... I don't think you'll have to imagine my situation any longer. It's all of ours now. You've all seen the next hill. How's it going in there, hun? Uh, good. It 
doesn't feel like I'm being stabbed anymore. And I can feel my left leg again. That's good. Let me know if you want me to leave or be quiet so you can rest, okay? You're fine, hon. Are you good on Spacer Raid? Yeah. Trip, I... I'm so sorry. Pascal, stop. I'm so sorry. What? You have nothing to be sorry for. Neither do you. Yes, I do. I'm the one who kept dropping hints about going on holiday all these years, making it seem like I wasn't completely happy to stay on the station with you, making you feel like you weren't enough, pressuring you into leaving when I, I knew the station is home for you and basically always has been when I knew how how apprehensive you were about leaving it and then this flight. Stars. I should never have even Pascal. I, I wanted to come. I was excited to. I, I still... I don't think I'd change my mind. Does that sound crazy? It felt like the right time. To be honest, there was a while just after we'd gotten together when I did worry. I thought you'd want to move on elsewhere and that I'd be holding you back. But do you know what I've realized? Out here? What? I wasn't holding you back. I was holding me back. Oh, Trip. There's so much universe out there. <laughs> it's terrifying. It is. But it's also beautiful. When we were outside, looking for the iridium, even in the chaos of that, looking up and seeing the stars hanging above, the way they reflected in the ice or shone through gaps in the ruins. It was almost peaceful. You're right. I feel like that when I look at Kelvin Helmholtz's instabilities on Aegir. It's easy to forget they're actually massive storms. I'm so proud of you, hon. You were fearless out there. I just... I did what needed doing. It's easier when you look at it one step at a time. One step at a time. It's the only way to handle the enormity. I tend to fall into the yawning chasm of the future instead. I know. And yet, you're the one who actually found the iridium. I did, but I panicked so many times before I got to it. I couldn't have done it without you on the line. I panicked the same way getting into the pods back on the flight stars. That feels like forever ago now. <laughs> Pascal? Hmm? Do you know what this reminds me of? Being separated by the pod? What? I'm holding your hand. <laughs> Oh, like when I was away on field work? Do you feel it? I feel it. I've got a steaming mug of tea and your favorite blue mug for you. Smells delicious. And we're sitting on that bench in the plant room. And you're holding my hand. And I love you. I love you too. And I want to move to Earth with you. 
What? I do. You do? Yes. I... Oh, Trip, are you sure? I am. What Alice said about Canary's whole philosophy, it makes sense. I don't think... I think space is nice to visit, nice to see, but I don't think I want it to be home anymore. It hasn't been a great one for me. <laughs> well, this is silly. I don't mind silly. I, I, I want to know what weather feels like. <laughs> oh, you'll hate the wind. I'm ready to hate the wind. <laughs> The wind where my parents live, at least, it's so strong. Some days it hurts your face, and you have to consider it in how you dress. I know, back when I had long hair, I would always check their weather report in the morning before I left the house. How's Trip? He's doing much better. Does that mean we can leave soon? Whoa. I'm sorry, I don't care at this point if that sounds callous. We're all way too tired to be flying off the handle. We can't take off when we've got a patient with the Benz on board. Every spacer knows that. Kazma's right. Not to mention, we haven't come to an agreement about what to do about the Rogue Maker and the device. Honestly, I'm like still confused as to whether it was Alice or Tarsal who blew up the 999. I didn't lie to you, kid. It wasn't me. Alice, if we start this up again, we'll never rest. Fine. That doesn't really matter right now anyway. Okay, one thing that we can agree on is that we're tired as hell. How about a few hours of sleep? I got one of the beds! I was, like, cramped in the crawlspace the entire flight, and I haven't slept on one in days! No one gets the beds. We should sleep all together, Ganonu style. That's probably for the best anyway, given our current trust levels. The ship can keep a lookout, just to make sure everyone stays safe. Certainly, Malachi. Ship can't even tell where the toilet Look, is. We either stare at each other until Trip gets better, or we sleep until Trip gets better. And frankly, I am tired. Who's with me? <sighs> All right, fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. I guess I'm pretty tired. <sighs> fine. Fair. Alice? Yeah. Yeah. Kusha? Deal. We sleep. Then we figure this out. Did someone say something? Must be imagining things. Alice, Alice. Alice? It was you. Alice. Let the others sleep. I'm coming. Okay. Cockpit door's closed. You can be louder now, Rogue. Alice? You're finally talking to me. Alice! <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie, it's eerie. You using everyone's voices like that. Alice. Have you used my voice to talk to the others? You sound all over the place. I can't even tell if what you're saying is going through my link chip or not. Alice! You gonna say anything besides my name? Kusha? Great! You know two names. What did Kusha do? Kusha. Gas giant. Gone. Use it. Hide it. Go. 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 
Kusa left? Kusa? Use it. Hide it. Go! What does that mean? Go! Go! Maybe you don't grasp Go. our languages as well as you think you do. Wrong. <laughs> You're gonna be attitude about it. Touchy. Go! Ugh. I have a nasty feeling you mean outside. Go outside. Outside. Great. Hang on. I don't need to bring you with me, do I? You'll follow on the nearest comms? Follow. Okay, okay. Hello? You're gonna need to Go. quiet down, Rogue. You don't seem like you want anyone else to hear you. Go. Good. Trip must have convinced Pascal to sleep with the others. Otherwise... Yeah, otherwise I don't see how Kuzha could have depressurized to leave, either. Bingo. A suit's missing. What is that asshole up to? <laughs> the last suit's for me, then. Yes, Ms. Obelis? Just verifying you're connected to these suits now. I am indeed. They are linked to the Titan. Although, if you want to disable the connection, you can turn it on and off manually via your wrist pad. That's what Kuzha did. Given the unstable radio environment here, I also cannot guarantee the connection if you venture very far from the Titan. Though I will certainly try my best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So tell me, why did you let Kuzha out? Oh dear, I'm sorry. Does it upset you that Kuzha left? It's definitely worrying. I'm sorry. I was instructed to raise an alarm if any violence was attempted. Redundantly, I might add, as this was already part of my programming. I can only override a sapient's commands if their actions would cause harm to another sapient. This does not include emotional harm, which you seem to be experiencing. I am still researching why that is the case. Oh dear, I am rambling. Is there anything else I can assist you with, Ms. Obelis? The jury's still out, ship, on whether or not Kusa's actions are going to harm the rest of us sapients. Not that I'd expect you to realize that. Can you at least tell me which way they went? Certainly. I've inputted the bearing on your wrist display. Copy. And Alice? Hmm. Someone has a great fire in his soul, and nobody ever comes to warm themselves at it, and passers-by see nothing but a little smoke at the top of the chimney and then go on their way. Vincent van Gogh. Who the hell is that? He was an artist. I don't trust artists. I can't believe I am arguing with a machine. Ship, be quiet, but stay on the line. Understood. What's this? On the ground? 
Kusa's gun. Wow, was this blown pretty far away from the Titan. They must have been in some hurry. If they didn't see this and take it... Chip, I told you Hurry up. Oh, hard to you. Hurry! Take off. Go. Right. Go. Right. Hurry. Take off? Up. Up. Left. Press it. Okay. Yes? Well, what's next? Four. Blink. Do you mean... Is a light going to blink? Your eyes. Four. Blink. What is that supposed to... Okay. I am blinking my eyes four times. That worked. I suppose I should just be thankful I can even use any of this stuff. I could never get this to launch without you helping. It's only thanks to you that I found the first launch silo. Not late for you, but for you. What does that... Um, is, um, is that door supposed to be appearing out of nothing in the wall right now? Alice. Kusa. What are you doing? Something I should have done earlier. Are you... This place you found. It's just like the ship we saw go into the Rogue Maker earlier. Are you trying to go there? Are you going to stop me? I'm going to think before I act. Good. You're not a fool, Alice. I see that now. And you're far, far from the scared kid on their wonder I thought you were. It was you, wasn't it? who kept fighting my course corrections toward the rogue back on the 999. Stars, you almost had me convinced that it actually was just a plutonic engine malfunction that blew us up. <laughs> it took you long enough to figure it out. You and Tarsoul and your antics and grandiose revelations provided the perfect cover. I can act, you know. I'll give you that much. Most undercover cops are terrible actors, but I didn't know you were Jagov until you revealed yourself. I'm not a cop. I'm an intelligence officer. Same difference. I had you pegged wrong, too. I thought you were just a pirate and an assassin. It turns out you have a great new career opportunity in your middle age as a hippie hypocrite. People change. I've put my old life behind me. Have you? You have no room to talk, Alice. It's your fault that all of us are in this mess. You gave me no choice but to resort to drastic action to get us all into the pods. I didn't want to blow up the 999. And you have the nerve to look down on Tarsul. I did not kill anyone. You don't yet know that you haven't. It would have been fine. The ship would have exploded and the joint government would have picked us up from the pods safe and sound. We all could have gotten on with our lives, but no. Thanks to you messing with the 999's course to make your little delivery, we were too close to the rogues already. You knew about this place, too. Of course I did. Ugh. You talk as if we are the enemy or something, Alice. The joint government, 
In reality, we are all that is stopping the Coes from completely controlling everything between Earth and Tond, and all the spacers that live there. And Earth and Tond, which, by the way, are utterly dependent on the Coes to maintain their current lifestyles, as well you know. Who passed AAA into law? Who holds the line to prevent Coes from stripping living worlds bare? Who grants the permits that allow for groups like your very own Canary to do peaceful protests? If you think somehow that the Coes like us, you are dead wrong. And yet, you keep trying to get in the way of me doing my job. Enemy of my enemy, right? You should be on my side. It is not too late to help me out. People need the technology here, Alice. Keeping it from them is wrong. But I agree it should not go to the coast. It would be too much too fast. The chance it would damage our hard-maintained peace is too high. But in the joint government's control, we can slowly, carefully share what the tracers have to offer at a manageable pace. This world can help people. Kuzan, you may not really be on your wander, but you are pretty young, aren't you? Are you really going to patronize me? No, but there is something to be said for the experience of age. Jacob's aim may not be profit, but it is power. What you suggest couldn't actually work. Jacob is too bogged down in bureaucracy to do anything quickly enough to help people, and for every person working there who is genuinely trying to help, there's another who can be bribed. You know Zhug pays for the minister's vacations, Oh, that is rich, coming from someone who used to take all sorts of money from Coast to do contract killing for them. Minister Zhang once hired me, you know. What? No, that, that was not... Of course it wasn't in my file. They don't want you to know these things. Kuza? Kuza! Shh! matters. We are taking off, Alice. We are going to the Rogue Maker, and we are going to drive it to the safe custody of the joint government. You're not listening. I am. Jacob is the best place for this awful thing to be. With us, it is least likely to drastically change the status quo, or end life as we know it. It should be destroyed. If we decide to destroy it, it will be destroyed. You won't. It is not my decision alone. The status quo is not such a good thing. Compared to the alternatives, it is. If there is one thing that I have learned, it is that if you want to win, you have to act fast. I am not waiting any longer for someone with bad intentions to come along and scoop up this weapon. You said it yourself. We shoot ourselves in the foot with bureaucracy. We're too slow, too unwieldy. Well, not this time. Kusa, think. You don't know what you're messing with here. Can you even control the Rogue Maker? I can! The Rogue has been giving me instructions. Hmm. It's been talking to me, too. That's how I found you, but it can't be helping us both. We want different things. Maybe it knows that we should not be enemies. Or maybe it's a big giant relic of an unthinkably advanced civilization and we shouldn't be assuming it has our interests in mind.
What are you doing? Because I don't... There's no atmosphere! Yes, there is. You forget how advanced these people were. They told me how to generate one. You can take your helmet off, too. It's safe. I'll keep my helmet on. Thanks. If you want to suffocate in a few hours, be my guest. Alice, I have spent my whole life wanting to fight back against the coast, but not having the tools, the clout, to do it. Ever since I was a kid, I watched my group get the short end of contract after contract bullied and never given enough benefits. And we knew we just had to take it, because if we refused a contract on those grounds, we would never see another one. And the worst part of that story is how boring it is, how common it is. But that experience is what drove me to join Jacob in the first place. I wanted to help make the laws that would stop Coes from being able to take advantage of people like my birth group. When I signed up, it turned out intelligence had the intern slot, not legal, and here we are. Funny how things work out. Now I have the chance to do what I set out to do. To actually change something for once. And I am going to do it. I am taking it. A rogue maker is my chance. Kusa, I get it. Believe me, I understand. You want a button you can push that will fix everything. I do too! Stars, I wish such a thing existed, but it doesn't. And this rogue maker certainly isn't it. Searching for that button will make you mad. The only way to actually make things better is hard work. Hard work on a personal level. You are a murderer. I do not have to listen to you. Because I've made mistakes. Nothing I have to say is worthwhile. Alice. Nothing you have to say is worthwhile compared to what they have to say. Kusa, you're... They're changing. Your eyes. Oh. Do I have those? I can see them, Alice. I can see the founders of this world. I can see how they built this place. The fiery wounds of war, first cauterized and then iced over when the planet was torn into the depths of space. All memories, all times, all... Oh. Oh, that is what that is for. You wish to not be forgotten, to not be wasted. I will make sure you are not. Kusa, can you hear me? <laughs> Alice, I hear everything. I hear your memories, too. You are not as changed as you pretend you are. If you were, you would not have picked up that gun you're hiding and brought it here with you. H how did you know I- Alice, take off your helmet. No. Take off your helmet. Keep helmet. <laughs> 
why don't you let her join us? Your group. You're part of the rogue too. Why aren't you helping your group? Do not suffer! The only one suffering is Alice. Yearly, not all the tracers were in agreement. But we do not have to end like they did. Take off your helmet, Alice. No, Kusa, stop this right now. It is too late. We are taking off. Don't come a step closer to me, Kusa. You cannot make anything easy, can you? Don't make me do this! What a hypocrite. I don't want to hurt you. <clears throat> Take your helmet off. Get off me. I won't let you. Oh, once a killer, always a... Hun? Oh, well. Sure. I mean, we can call it morning. How are you feeling, Trip? Better. Thanks. I'm just a bit tired. The pain's gone. You're looking good to go. Judging from these pod med scans, there we go. Yeah. Are you ready to come out? Am I ever? Ship, open the pod door. Opening pod door. Oh, Trip. Let's never have a pod between us again. (laughs) Stars, what is it this time? Hey now, Kazma did successfully diagnose me and prescribe treatment. We can cut them some slack. What are you yelling for, Kazma? We just woke up. Stars. It's, 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 John. John's not waking up. Nogo and I found him. Good grief. John's dead? He's just unconscious. He has a pulse. Ugh, thank the stars. You need to lead with that, Cosma. Given how jumpy this bunch is right now, John will be perfectly all right. Their tongue is a funny color, see? There's a plant I know from Tea Garden B that causes these symptoms. Nice, easy way to knock someone out for a while. No pain, no struggle. Just a longer sleep. So, someone poisoned John? Or he took something himself. Hey, just because he's a skipper doesn't mean hey, that... it's a possibility. John would be unlikely to do that in our current situation. Dog to go, do you know if there's a way to counter the plant's effects? Sure, if I had access to my full glass house. Out here? Uh, our only healer is time. We have to wait. Without a pilot? Well, there's Tarsal. Absolutely no. not. Yeesh, okay then, we wait. Ah, it doesn't matter anyway. Tarsal can't fly skip shift, and ship's autopilot can't integrate with such an analog system. Hmm. Okay. Well, who would have wanted to temporarily incapacitate John? <gasps> we're missing Kuta and Alice! Is this a bad time to mention that the suits that were in the airlock when I went into the pod were gone when I came out? This is an emergency announcement. Hello, everyone. May I have your attention? 
Alice and Kusa are in trouble. All hands to the cockpit. Ship, you just opened the galley door, not the cockpit. Oh, I'm sorry. Here. This is the video feed from Alice's headcam. So she did take a suit. Where are they? It looks like they're inside a tracer construction. Wherever they are, we can't help them if we can't take off. Ah, ah, oh, is anyone else feeling like the ground is shaking? Like, like we're about to have eruption part two, or did I just have too much orange soda? Like, You're right, Loki. The ground is shaking. I don't actually think it was an eruption yesterday. I think it was a launch. What? I, well, it's, it's just a theory, but, um... What's the theory, Pascal? So, this rogue doesn't show any signs of geologic activity. Not even cryovolcanoes. I know the radio mentioned them, but I think that was just a comparison. The rogue is tidally locked to the gas giant, so there wouldn't be any major tidal stressors to cause any eruptions, and its internal heat of formation would have faded long ago by now for it to cause any kind of... In layperson, maybe? Sorry. Um, well, on Tan, spaceships launch from underground silos, right? And, And humans used to launch missiles that way on Earth, but if either of those worlds were to say become a rogue and a bunch of ice froze on its surface and then you try to launch from underground all that firepower it caused rumbles and plumes and basically everything we saw so whatever flew into the gas giant was it was going crazy fast that was a very high-powered launch my working theory is that somehow some old tracer ship or something launched from underground and flew into the gas giant but why Maybe the tracers live in there now. In the gas giant? Oh, come on. Of everything we've heard here, that's far from the most out there suggestion. (sighs) I have no idea what could have caused it. Maybe we set something off somehow? We don't know what any of this tech does. So, is that where Alice and Kuza are now? In one of those launch silos? They're definitely, like, indoors somewhere. I think they're just... talking. Kusa just took their helmet off. Ship, can we get sounds to accompany this video? I'm working on it. Here we are. I have the chance to do what I set out to do. To actually change something for once. And I am going to do it. I am taking it. The rogue maker is my chance. Thank you for listening to Rogue Maker. This episode, Final Call, was written by Emma Johanna Purinen and directed by Rook Mogavero and Emma Johanna Purinen. The script was edited by Rook Mogavero and Shioni C. White, with additional translations by Laura Uronen. Sound editing was by Emma Johanna Purinen. Original music was composed by Emily Branham, who also sings our theme song. Our cover art is by Tatiana Arkdander. In order of appearance, this episode featured the voices of... Sam Laporte as John Batalha. Alistair Stewart as Malachi Tessera. Bonnie Calderwood Aspinwall as Pascal Almagest. 
Omar Camps Cameron as Loki Madigan. Alexandra Rose DeAngelis as Wolf Olum. Rook Mogavero as Kazma Jump Cannon. Emma Johanna Purinen as Ship. Stephen Indrasano as Tarsol. Exandri OG as Valencio Trip Triptic. Nea DeRusso as Alice Obelis. Liz Mori as Kusatavask. And Samuel as Noko. Additional transmissions were lent by Elena Asensio, Clara Brasser, Gemma, Jerry Harris, Katerina Klos, Giacomo Mantovan, Nico, Camilo Peñalosa, Lucas Purinen, Timo Purinen, and Lauren Tucker. Last but not least, our vibe checker was... For transcripts and more, check out our website, roguemaker.space. You have the chance to do what you set out to do, to actually change something for once. And you're going to do it. You're taking it. Rating and reviewing Rogue Maker is your chance to win our hearts. Seriously, though, you can also follow at Rogue Maker Pod on Twitter and Instagram, tell a friend about us, or buy us a coffee on ko-fi.com slash roguemaker. That's ko-fi.com slash roguemaker. Until next episode, take care of each other and stay safe out there. Stay tuned to hear a trailer for another show you'll love. Wait, who is the host? The invitation didn't say. Well, that's odd. The name's disappeared. I could have sworn it was someone I knew. Memory 5364 unlocked. Playing now. What happened? How do you lose it? What kind of an AI are you? I said I'm sorry! Mars, something's wrong with Katie Bell. She won't wake up. <laughs> you fuckers really don't know anything, do you? Shut up. Shut the fuck up, you bastard. You do not get to hurt her. <gasps> Give me back my girlfriend! You bitch. Tick tock, tick tock. I am going to strangle you, you pathetic excuse for a journalist. It seems like all our new issues arrived with you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't you recognize me? Ah! No, 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 no! Stars, this just keeps getting worse. If anyone wants to leave this damn ship, come with me. It's just a mystery wrapped in an enigma. Cradled in another mystery. Looking for this? No. I can handle this. Game's over, darling. Dining in the Void, a sci-fi audio drama about sleuthing and secrets in space. Listen wherever you find your podcasts.